Hi, welcome or welcome back to my podcast, Consistency of Life. It's your internet big sister Kate here, and today we're going to be talking all about red and green flags. So let's get into it. Before we get into the episode, quick disclaimer, I just want to preface that I do have a tiny elderly chihuahua sitting next to me who has separation anxiety, so kicking her out of the room this morning, it it just, it was not cutting it for her, so if you hear any snoring or scratching or heavy breathe, anything like that in the background, please be patient with me and with her. Let's continue on. Okay, red and green flags, they coincide together. And what I mean by that is that if I give you a green flag, such as somebody that has good hygiene and takes care of themselves, obviously the red flag would be somebody that doesn't take care of themselves, somebody that doesn't care to have good hygiene. And so as I'm going through this episode, just assume if I say one thing, then the opposite is most likely the opposite color of the flag. And... And I also want to say that being, feeling, having feelings for someone or being in love, whatever it is, having feelings for someone, it's not enough to sustain a healthy relationship long-term. Understanding and communication are very, very important aspects. And also listening to your intuition and listening to your gut instinct. Never discredit your intuition because you're not paranoid. If you feel that something is wrong, something is wrong. And your body can pick up on bad vibrations. Trust yourself. If something deep inside of you says that something is not right about a person or a situation, trust it because ignoring red flags because you want to see the good in people, that will cost you later. And that will be the reason that your relationship or friendship, whatever it is, that will be, those will be the reasons that it ends. You gotta, you gotta listen to yourself and because people that choose to ignore red flags, it's because they're not in an emotional space to accept the truth that they're seeing. If, if you were to see a red flag and for what it was and acknowledge their significance, then you would have to make a decision that you are not emotionally ready to make if you're not acknowledging red flags. And which pretty mean, pretty much means that fear keeps a lot of people from seeing red flags. And I believe it was Joe Amoya that talked about that. And really that fear though, it it comes from a, it can come from multiple things. It can come from, you know, fear of being alone, a fear of, you know, rejecting people, a fear of being seen as mean or hurting someone's feelings, whatever it is. But sexiness, it will, and feelings, they will wear thin after a while and beauty fades, but the connection you have, somebody who makes you feel good, makes you laugh and, you know, shows up for you every day, that is really what's going to make or break it. The connection that's underlying all of it. Intuition is literally the invisible link between our personal inner world and our emotions and thoughts and our outer world. The connection between, through the point of, through speech and action. So just listen to yourself. Just listen to yourself. You have to keep your eyes open wider than your heart. So with that being said, let's, let me get into the first red flag, which I'm going to talk about some red flags. (laughs) And if I get a little angry, just just bear with me. Maybe it, I maybe I should be getting angry for this shit because it, it's a little too close to home. Red flag number one. They talk terribly about their exes or other people. And some of y'all might be saying, well, what if they did them dirty? What I have to say to that is that there's a difference between talking shit about somebody, even if they hurt, and acknowledging that they don't like that person in an emotionally mature way. 
there's a difference between saying, oh, this bitch, da 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 like, she, she fucked me over, she did this, she did that, like, she's a horrible person, like, oh, and then you wouldn't believe this, and you wouldn't believe that, and da 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 like, and then it, and then you would, she did this to this person, it, it just turns into, like, gossip and drama and just talking shit, and usually that means that most likely, first of all, they're gonna be, they're not gonna bring peace into your life, they're just gonna bring drama because one, they have not, they don't know how to learn from shit and let it go. Or at least in that specific situation, they still have not gotten over that situation. And that person or that situation, that whatever it is, that still has power over them. They don't have power over themselves. They give that power to other people in other situations in a negative way and they have not learned from it and let that shit go. There's a difference between acknowledging and and then there's, you know, I'll give an example, acknowledge it like, okay, yeah, this person, they did me dirty and I didn't deserve that, but you know, it taught me this and it taught me that and I, you know, it ended up being for the greater good and, but yeah, no, I want nothing to do with that person because of this and, you know, and also if they're talking terribly about their exes in a way where it was all them and, I mean, it takes two to tango, even if, like, the relationship fallout within itself was the other person's fault. I'm sure that at some point in the relationship, like you played, there were certain things that played into that ending or that fallout, or there was something that you could have worked on, which plays into my second red flag, lack of accountability. People that cannot take accountability, they will find if they if somebody can't take accountability, then that means th- that most likely one they have a huge ego. They got some they got some ego issues <laughs> and and two, I mean they're not emotionally mature, which, you know, plays into the first one, just talking terrible about people. There it's just people that don't know how to take accountability they will find any way to flip the script on other people, other places, other things, other... They will do anything to not take responsibility for the consequences of their own actions. And I don't think I have to go into that any more than I already have. Now, good hygiene. Like I said before, good hygiene is such a green flag because... That shows that, one, that they're disciplined, two, that they care about themselves, three, that they care about the people around them, too. Because have you ever been around a motherfucker that smells like shit or just has, like, terrible bad breath? And, like, I like I know that there are some people that are super depressed. Like, bitch, I've been there and I didn't shower for a fucking week. But it's just so disrespectful to go out in public or to surround yourself with other people and smell like shit and to just expect them to be okay with it. Like it's, and it's like, even if you're going through a tough time, like, come on, like girl, get in the shower. Like, even if you don't care about yourself, care about other people. (laughs) But that's what good hygiene is really important. It also shows discipline. It shows that they're going to show up for themselves every single day. And if they're going to show up for themselves and they're going to make time for themselves to care for themselves, then most likely they're also going to do that for you too. They're going to make time to show up for you in ways in you know in ways that they want to care for you. And that means that they're also most likely going to want the bet, like they're going to want, they're going to hold themselves to a higher standard. It's just a fact. People that have good hygiene, it's just, it's little things like that. They hold themselves to a higher standard and then they hold other people to a higher standard. And I think that shit is so attractive when, when somebody wants the best for themselves and then they want the best for the people around them. And they're also just, you know, respectful of the fact they're like, they don't want people to be sniffing up BO and bad breath and just fucking doo-doo. Like, <laughs> like 
you know, it's just it's respecting yourself and respecting your space and the people around you like it really does come down to that so good hygiene such a green flag okay red flag another red flag somebody saying that i love you super early in the relationship oh my gosh this is such a red flag and there are some people that are like when you know you know like you can know that you like somebody or you can know that you have a good connection with somebody but that also doesn't mean that you love them that's attraction that's an infatuation the process of falling in love it does take time now you can have a super boost of like serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin when you have feelings for someone and that can convince you that you're in love with this person but the reality is is that you don't really know truly know a person until months after you've gotten to know them or at least weeks and multiple like multiple weeks (laughs) and I say that like first of all saying I love you super early in a relationship that's a red flag number one because it's a sign of love bombing they're just they're they're trying to draw you in or two it's because they've they have created this version of you in their head that or this perception of you that doesn't exist or is what they think that you are and as they get to know you more they're going to be they're going to talk they're going to say some shit like oh you're not who i thought you were like oh you've changed or i don't like you're not and they they will flip the script they will blame you for not living up to or matching the imaginary perception that they had of you. And then some people, you know, they'll be able to see it and they can exit that situation and just be like, what in the hell? Like, okay, well, you're not like, I thought you were. Okay, great. But then there are other people that will doubt themselves because of that. And they're like, wait, like, have I changed? Or like, what's wrong with me? Or like, why don't like... I don't get it. Like what, what, and then you'll conform yourself to fit this person's standard and you'll, and that's how a lot of people will also lose themselves in relationships too. So do not, if somebody says, I love you super early in the relationship, they don't love you. They love what they, who they think you are. They love an imaginary perception. Get that shit in your head. Okay, another green flag is a huge one is somebody that can hold space for other people's opinions, even if they differ from their own, and they don't correct them if they do, or they don't berate them or talk over the top of them. And this is so important because holding space for someone, that means that you're present and you're listening without judgment but you're list- you're donating your eyes your ears and your attention focus without wanting anything in return and that also applies to listening to understand and not just listening to speak and so it's a practice of empathy and compassion and so when you accept someone's truth no matter what they may be and you put your opinions aside, you're allowing that person to be who they are. And that also can like help you figure out, I mean, that can help both that person and you figure out if you actually truly like that person or where you stand on, you know, those particular opinions, because sometimes you may not be, you may not advocate for that specific belief, but they can make a really good point or they can back up why they believe in something. And so it gives you like pretty much the more you learn, you know, the more you learn, the less you know. And so it's good to just learn more and just accept someone else's truth for what it is and for them. But that doesn't mean that has to be your truth also. And It's not the easiest practice to do that, but once you can set aside your own opinions and your own egos, it it really will 
it really creates, um, it really is crucial, a really crucial point for communication and just allowing someone to be with you. I think that's a huge green flag when someone can hold space for others' opinions, even if they differ from their own. Okay, next green flag. Another green flag is somebody that respects service people, waitresses, waiters. That, and I, this is one that is commonly talked about as well, just because it, first of all, it shows that person's character. And it also shows that even if that person is serving them or they don't think of themselves as better than that person or higher than that person, just because there are serving them because being a waiter or a waitress or having a service job like that that's hard fucking work and they're doing it to get they're doing it to make ends meet get a check whatever it is that they're doing side hustle and you can there are people that have that are making bank and being a waiter or a waitress at a nice restaurant that's their side hustle or you have no idea what their situation is also you don't know why they're working there it could be that they're trying to help make ends meet at the house or at the home or that you know they're trying to pay for college it's it's not that they're better than you it's that they're hustling they're trying to pay for something they're trying to this is like their way of making money and because just because you make your money in another way does not mean that you are better than them and it also shows you what their plate what they place their values on too and if money is more important than people like i do agree that money can buy happiness i do agree with that <laughs> but just because you have more money in your wallet or just because you have a higher social status than someone doesn't make you better than them. Or it doesn't mean that you automatically have the authority to treat other people like shit. I don't think I have to go into that one any further. Next. Somebody, okay. This red flag, it gets me a little heated. It gets me fucking pissed because okay somebody that is still talking to their ex or entertaining their ex in some way and by this i mean that they still follow their ex or they still follow their ex's friends or they are they still like chat with their ex or they're they still allow their ex to chat with them like text them any type of connect like any type of connection means that there still is a connection you can try and rebuttal this point as much as you want but i'm spitting facts here and first thing is if they're following that person and then they're still trying to keep a connection because why are you following that person like what like that shit doesn't make any sense that means that you're trying to see what's going on in their life or you're trying to maintain a connection or it, it it, no. And also, if they're following, they may not be following them, but if they're following their friends, then they weren't associated with their friends in any other way except for the, like, when they were dating. Like, they didn't have any other connection except through this person. That means they're still trying to keep tabs on that person or that they're still, or maybe that they're even trying to stay or remain on that, their good side or it's out of spite, like, that means that, you know, they're gonna be posting you out of spite, be like, look at, look at this girl, like, yeah, like, I'm not with your friend anymore, I'm with this new girl, I'm with this new bitch, and a lot of people may think, oh, yeah, that's what I want, I want them to know, no, they shouldn't care that the other person knows when they care about that other person's like knowledge opinion that means that they still care for that person in some way and you can't convince me otherwise <laughs> and 
another thing is if they're still like there's some people that also like say that like they're still friends with their ex that's bullshit first of all if they're still friends with their ex that means one they either never loved them or they're still in love with them but two it's just a given there's at some point they were attracted they're still like they're physically attracted to them enough to date them even if they didn't love them or even like them there's still a physical attraction there so if this person is still in this person's life and they have you know they already have some sort of type of emotional previous emotional connection and there's a physical attraction there this this man literally has two girlfriends at one time like he's playing you girl if he's talking to his ex he's playing you because also it also shows that he's not willing to do or she i'm saying he just because you know i'm a i'm a girl and i'm attracted to guys but she or he or whoever and that also means that they're not like they're trying to maintain this connection but also even if they're not, they're not willing to go out of their way to do what they need to do to make you feel comfortable. Because anybody should know that if you're in communication with an ex or if that ex is still like trying to get gain communication with you, that's going to make the person, your partner or the person you're trying to build a partnership with very uncomfortable. And if that person doesn't go out of their way to do what is necessary to make you feel comfortable then that means they're just going to do what's convenient for them and that is within itself a red flag somebody that's gonna make that's gonna put your feelings and your needs aside to do what's convenient for them and no 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 that no that means they're also most likely like not going to respect your boundaries as well because some because sometimes respecting people's boundaries takes patience or compassion or you know that that is going to take more than just convenience and that does play into people that will not respect your boundaries which goes into my next red flag and this one is so huge because if somebody doesn't respect your boundaries, they just don't respect you in general. And they're going to put you in comfortable situations and not care. And they also, they probably don't care to respect their own boundaries as well. They don't respect themselves or they don't, they just don't respect the people around you. If they're willing to be pushy with what they know other people around them and themselves are not comfortable with, that is just not okay because they're just not going to respect you. Not going to respect you. And I've also found that when, when somebody like in the past, like I'm just going to give an example here. I used to have these friends. Oh my God, Lord. Just thinking about it. It's going to be a little pissed off. Oh, <laughs> not the friends, just the fact that I even had to go through this, but these people, they were, I'm just going to give an example. So say they wanted to use my vacuum. I knew that these were the type of people that would not, they wouldn't bring, they would, that my vacuum would not return to me or it would not return in its original condition. It was something would have been wrong with it because that's the type of people, like these were the, that's the type of people I was dealing with and surrounding myself with at the time. And they just did not respect, they just didn't respect me. Plain as they, they didn't respect me. And it came down to them not respecting my boundaries. And so when I would say, no, I, I'm not comfortable with that, they would get, they would react and they would be like, why are you not comfortable with that? Like, what did, like, what did I do? And like, they would get defensive and they would get angry because I wasn't uncomfortable with their, with something that consistently showed that they didn't care if I was uncomfortable or not. Like, they would get mad and, that, and they would react 
to the consequences of their own actions, making me feel uncomfortable after disrespecting me multiple times. And so say that they, and so I would, it came to me having to create fibs around, and I'm a very, very honest person and I preach honesty. And so this really like this situation, it kind of messed with me a little bit because I would, I, I, I would have to, I didn't, I didn't have to, but I would choose to create lies saying like, oh, the dog chewed the cord. And I'm just using this vacuum situation as an example. Be like, oh, the dog chewed the cord up and it, you know, it doesn't work. They, instead of, first of all, instead of, you know, respecting the fact that, like, I didn't want to give it to them and, like, that was number one. Number two, they would come over without my knowledge and they, or when they were invited over, they would snoop and they would try and be like, they would try and look for the vacuum or they would try and look for an alternate and be like, look, you were lying. Like, da, 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 like, da, da. And then they would make me out to be a liar when really, well, yes, I was fibbing about that situation. I was not a liar in general. And then they would make me feel bad about me. It was just this continuous and, and then it's, I would feel bad. And so, and then I would uh, let them use the vacuum still using this as an example. I would let them use the vacuum. And then, you know, like I predicted, I wouldn't get it back or it would be broken or it would be damaged in some way. It just wouldn't work the same. And it was people that don't respect you. They will make you feel bad about you standing up for yourself or you feeling a certain type of way about being disrespected because they also don't care if they themselves are disrespected. They just, they won't respect their own boundaries and they'll make you out to be the villain. This is also, this also plays into people that don't know how to take accountability as well. They aren't emotionally mature, don't know how to take accountability, and they're also not self-aware. Self-aware people are such a good green flag. Like if you, if there's, if you attract somebody or if you have a friend, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever situation is that is self-aware, then that is a huge green flag because they're going to be able to see where they're going to be able to see things for what they truly are. And that is so important because they're going to see where not only where they're wrong or like that they could grow or where they're doing good. They'll also be able to see that in other people's lives. Be like, this person is lacking here or this person is doing really amazing here or this situation. But they're also going to be able to respond to it in a self-aware manner, which is a more emotionally and mentally mature manner having somebody that is self-aware, they're going to not only see where they could grow, but where the both of you could grow and where you could grow. They're going to have a positive impact on your life. That also is if they use their self-awareness in a positive way and not in a self-deprecating way, because some people will be self-aware and not love themselves. And so they will just they'll self-sabotage or self-deprecate. And that's plays into the next red flag that I'm going to be talking about. They don't love themselves. And it's, I know it, it's, you can throw fit all you want, but if they don't love themselves, then all they have is external factors. And and what I mean by that is that they rely on other people, places, and things to pour love into them because they don't love themselves. And they're in, and if the tiniest thing changes or slips in their lives, their foundation will falter or maybe even completely shatter because it's not, they don't have a, fo- a strong foundation within themselves. They have a reliance on other people, places, and things to fill their cup. And it'll create a codependency between this person. Like you will become responsible for this person 
feeling and being loved and it will most likely create a codependency and as sad as it is they also won't be able to love you entirely or the way that you deserve because they'll be pouring from an empty cup thus creating the codependency because you'll be the one filling it and so they just won't and they just won't attract genuine love and they won't and they just won't respect themselves also and you can be a genuine loving person but they won't attract a genuine loving like relationship because they won't be able to love you and reciprocate that back into you and so just never get into shit and if you it's so it's like if you don't love yourself either just never get into a relationship if your cup isn't overflowing so that nothing takes away from you and you have a full cup at all times because there's a difference between feeling tired and feeling completely depleted there are some people that can be like i'm just i'm feeling tired today like i just need a break but feeling completely depleted from life you won't have the energy the resources to pour into not only your life, but the lives and situations around you, your work, your aspirations, your passions. So if you do not love yourself or you don't have a full cup, like you're going through it right now, oops, sorry, I would not recommend getting into a relationship and I would not recommend getting into a relationship or entertaining somebody who is also in this mental and emotional state because you will become their sole, their sole source of love. And that's also, that can be a really heavy weight to carry when, and, and also it just, it'll make you feel guilty. I found that when there are those codependency relationships, they will tend to make you feel guilty for taking the space you need to re-energize or refill your own cup to make sure that you're not depleting yourself. Because if they don't love themselves, then they also, it plays into, like I just said, they won't respect themselves. They won't respect their boundaries and that just kind of plays into how how they treat themselves is most likely how they're going to treat other people or the complete opposite they're going to treat people way 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 better than they'll like ever treat themselves and so and then when so when there's when you feel the need to step away for a minute, they'll take that as a personal attack rather than you needing to do what you need to do for yourself because they aren't willing to do that for themselves. Also, going back into the talking with exes or keeping connection with exes, um, if an ex reaches out to this person and their respond and if they res- they respond first of all, their response is going to tell you everything that you need to know if they say if they text this person and say i'm not allowed to talk to you or i have to block you or i have to distance myself if they are saying I have to or I'm not allowed to, then they're pretty much saying that if it weren't for this person, this that I'm in a relationship with or building relationship with, then I would be I entertaining you. I would be entertaining this conversation. I would allow it to go in a certain direction. And that also, that's them placing the blame on you because that's saying that this person doesn't want me to talk to you, but I do want to talk to you. Like, they're the villain here, not me. And it just, the automatic response should be either, one, they don't respond at all, or, and then immediately let you know, or two, they respond with, I don't want to talk to you or leave me alone. I'm in a relationship or I'm in a relationship. I will not be talking to you or just automatically blocking them and still letting you know. It's very important to, you know, keep your partner or the person you're trying to build a partnership with in the loop 
because even with uncomfortable situations, because it's that's what you're trying to build a safe space and a foundation of trust. And that's how you're going to do that. Because even if this person, you know, just blocked them and or if you have, you know, just blocked your ex or whatever the situation is, whoever it is, if you or them don't take that to the other person and they find out, it'll feel like you were still hiding something. And even if you aren't, it will feel that way and it'll look that way. So just if an ex reaches out immediately, I want nothing to do with you, blocking them and letting your partner know. That's it. I have, I have nothing more to say on that one. <laughs> Next, this one, super simple. Apologizing with no return to action is manipulation. I haven't got to say anything else. Okay. Next, a really good green flag is somebody that compliments deeper than superficial shit. Like, pretty much your physical appearance. Like, uh, it's it's good to get, app, like, beauty affirmations like that. Like, oh, you look so beautiful. Or, oh, I love the way that you look in that dress. Or, oh, I love that, that tie or that eyeliner. Or, You're so handsome. Da, da, da. Like, it's, that is good. Like, beauty affirmations or physical affirmations like that. But if it doesn't go deeper than that, that just kind of tells me you're superficial or that you're scared of reaching another level of intimacy, which is complimenting the way someone makes you feel. Like, I love, I love that you're so kind and compassionate, or I love that you support me on this. It, it makes me feel this way and this way. Like, or I love, you know, the way that you handle situations like this. I loved your response to this or, oh, I think you're so intelligent. Like complimenting that person's character, intelligence, their lifestyle saying, I love that you wake up in the mornings and that you work out and that you take care of yourself and that you show up for yourself and the people around you. I love that you do that, that like, I, that, I love that you do that for yourself and I love that you also set a good example and you also motivate me. Like complimenting and way deeper than surface, it's so important because that means that that person is, they're looking for more attributes in a partner than just physical attraction and that they're also taking notice. Like they're also taking note of you and who you are and the way that you behave and the your character and that shows that they care about character and personality which is really important it, it i mean i don't i don't i think everybody can agree with me on that one that you want to date a partner or you want to have a friend that sees more than just what the surface shows and it also, like I said, it shows that they're willing to create that next level of intimacy because you have to be vulnerable on some level to compliment someone like that, to say that you love or that you like these attributes about them. And because that means that you have been paying attention and that you are like that person has captured your attention and that you care about them or and that you care about these certain aspects like that takes a certain sense of vulnerability as well. And that creates another level of intimacy and and it also it just reaffirms the way that that person thinks of you and it and it reaffirms that they care for you deeper than the surface. I mean, obviously there has to be physical attraction, but if that's all that there is, then that relationship, it's not going to last that long. I hate to break it to you, but it just, it is what it is. Okay, next. <laughs> Somebody with good music taste. Oh my God. Chef's motherfucking kiss. A person, their music taste, first of all, it shows 
what their it shows their mental state pretty much if they have really bad music taste or even if they don't have bad music taste but they're just listening to music that that's sad or that makes them angry or whatever it is music will show somebody's mental state and so if they have good music taste or music that brings peace or joy or positivity or productivity to the page and that also means that maybe not even music maybe they love listening to podcasts or they like watching you know having the news on the background the specific news channels that they listen to in the background or that they watch very important as well because we all know that there are certain i'm not gonna not gonna say which ones but there are certain news channels and i know that probably most of i know that you listening to this there's a few popping into your head right now one that starts with f (laughs) F (laughs) f-o-x but There are some unreliable news sources. There are some podcasts with, you know, I'm just going to say this person's name, Andrew Tate. You know, there was some times where I can, as much as I don't want to, I can agree that maybe he made a point. But overall, his character, the way that he executed it, and the person that he truly was beyond some of those points that he made disgusting absolutely disgusting and so it's just it's really important that you take note of what this person the media that this person is consuming because what you see is what you like what you eat is what you are like you are what you eat and your brain is what it sees and so if this person is for example consuming content such as like that alpha like that toxic masculinity and i'm using a man as an example because i'm attracted to men um if this man is consuming toxic media then most likely he himself is going to be a toxic man or have toxic masculinity traits so take with that what you will, but the media that somebody consumes will say a lot about who they truly are. Another like red or green flag is who this person surrounds themselves with and who this person considers their friends. First of all, a smaller group of people is I I would consider a green flag because quality over quantity and you can't have genuine real deep connections with like 25 different people. You can be connected and have a large like network of people, but you cannot have a deep, meaningful, enriched relationship with every single one of them. You can have deep and meaningful memories, but that doesn't mean your entire relationship is that. You know, if you're catching my drift, you're catching my drift. But another thing is who these, who, somebody surrounds themselves with is speaks highly of who they are also and i learned this the hard way i really did learn this the hard way and i think the biggest way to put it is your net work and i think the best way to put it is your network is your net worth and it's and it it's just it is what it is if you're hanging out with people that don't really care about if that person is hanging out with people that don't really care about their future or you are what does that say about you and the fact that you're enabling that behavior or the fact that you're hanging around with them or the fact that they i mean it, it speaks of your character the people that you surround yourself with and i know it sucks but it's the truth. It really is. So if they're hanging around people that are highly respected people, then most likely that person is going to be highly respected. If you're hanging around somebody that doesn't care to be respected or, you know, demands respect in like a power position or thinking they're better than you, you know, you're going to find yourself surrounded by a bunch of egotistical people. But if you're also, you know, if they're surrounding themselves with just slumps, people that just don't give a fuck, they're lazy, they they don't care, then most likely they're lazy or they're just not going to care or 
And they're going to find excuses for behavior that correlates with that because they're finding excuses to keep this person in their life. A green flag. And this is somebody who is good with communication in person and over text. Somebody that's in that's good with communication in person and over text, it is so important. That is so important because if they're good with that, then most likely they also, they're going to be good with communication during times that test their patience as well. And let me just say that if somebody says some mean ass fucking shit in an argument or over text or when they're heated, they mean that shit. I don't care what they say, like, oh, I was just angry. No, the anger brought them out of, like, brought that out of them. They were like, you know what? I'm just not going to hold back anymore. I think this way of you. So making sure that they create, that they, if that person or if you are going out of your way to make sure that this person feels, once again, heard, seen, respected, it's such a huge green flag. It is such a huge green flag for somebody that is good with communication in person over text because you're also not always going to be with that person. You're not going to be with them 24 fucking 7. I mean, unless you're codependent as shit. And there's going to, you guys are going to have like a part of your relationship is going to be over text or phone or whatever it is and maintaining that balance while you're not face to face it's just it's so important it's so important because that means that in because if you if they're not good at communication over text or you're not then that means that really the only place that you guys have good communication is in person and that means that the second you guys are away from each other, it's going to get rocky. That's also where codependency can also start to play in, but that's also where issues come in because you don't know how to, you don't know how to communicate. And it's, it's so important to have that, that affirming feeling even when they're not around that, this person is still there for you and that they're going to communicate productively and coherently and just respectfully. It's just, it's important to be able to maintain that healthy relationship even when you guys are not around. So that that means that you don't have to worry about that person not being around. It doesn't create that worry or that anxiety of, okay, I'm not together with them, so I'm not with them right now, so how is this going to strain our relationship today? Or what's, like... It just creates a double layer of insecurity and you just, you just don't want that shit. You just don't. (laughs) Okay. Next is a red flag and y'all can argue over this red flag as much as you want, but having a partner that has social media and chooses to follow and engage with the sex or sexes that they are attracted to and they like their pictures like provocative specifically is what I'm talking about like provocative pictures or you know they're just following they're engaging in some way with whichever sex they're attracted to that's pretty much saying I like what I'm seeing And the reason I say, another reason that I say that that is such a huge red flag is because studies have actually shown specifically in men that when they have social media and they continue to follow other women that they are attracted to, they start to compare those women or men, whatever they're attracted to, to their partner and they slowly start to 
tear away at their partner because they know them for a human being and not for this perfectionism that is portrayed through social media because you're not going to see the people that they're attracted to on social media as a real human being. They're going to see them as a sex symbol. And they start to, they, it's, it's, it was an actual study. And, um, my apologies for not knowing the name of the college or institute that did it. I mean, you can look it up for yourself, but where it it actually showed that they started to fall out of love because of this. They started to literally fall out of love with their partner because their partner wasn't these other women that they were attracted to. They almost started to become more attracted to these Instagram models or these TikTok baddies, whatever you want to call it. So, and then engaging in it, like I said, that pretty much says, I like what I am seeing. I like this. And if you're, if you wouldn't do that in person, why are you doing that over social media? That's another thing. If you were with your girl walking down the street and that girl walked past you in front of your girl or your man, whoever, would you stop that individual and be like, I like what I'm seeing. You're hot. You're good looking. You're sexy. I want to tap that ass. Like whatever it is, would you in front of your partner, like, would you do that in public? And if you would, then you should not be dating your partner. You shouldn't like that is not fair to that person and you need to work on some shit. But That's a huge red flag for me because it has literally shown that it only has negative effects. And if they say, oh, well, it's for, I'm following this girl for gym motivation or for this or for that, bull fucking shit. Why are you following a girl for gym motivation when you're a goddamn guy or girls? Why are you following a guy for gym motivation? Like, shut up. No, you're not. There's more than just that. Because if if that guy was fucking ugly as shit, ugly as shit, you would not be following him. Period. So, if your partner has social media and chooses to follow people that they are attracted to, and it's okay to be, obviously you're going to be attracted to other people, but attracted to them and engaging with them, like actively engaging in them and making it known. I like what I see. Yeah, no red flag. Okay. Another green flag. And this one's a really big one. I mean, all of these are really big and really, you know, in their own ways, but this one for me is particular because I have a dog in like animals just that somebody where animals naturally love them or they're comfortable around them. And that person is also comfortable around animals. I mean, they don't have to be like all lovey-dovey, like, oh, you're the best thing, but they're comfortable around them. And the specifically dogs, in my opinion, like naturally gravitating towards them. That is a huge green flag because dogs I mean, all animals, they're sentient beings. This has been proven. And they feel off of emotion, off of energy, off of vibration. And they can sense when somebody is a threat. It is a known fact that dogs can sense a threat. And so if you have a dog who, when you bring somebody over and they don't, they growl at them or they stay away from that person or they're naturally yippy and this isn't, and your dog isn't naturally like that, your dog isn't, you know, your dog can be cautious of them. It's okay for your dog to be cautious of them at first, but if they don't warm up to that person or they don't calm down or they're not okay getting anywhere near that person, and this dog is not, there are some dogs that just naturally, like, they're more aggressive dogs or they just they're very antisocial, I should say. And those are typically the ones that you adopt. They they're, they have some trauma issues, but that's not every dog. And that's still, I've been around dogs that hate, like they just do not like other people. 
and the dogs would put up with me. Now, obviously they wouldn't let me pet them or, you know, they had their boundaries, but they would be comfortable with me walking past them or them walking past me or, you know, and that's what, that's what speaks heavily is when an animal can be comfortable with that individual being in their space because they can sense when somebody is a threat, not just to them, but to you as well. You are their owner. You are their pack. So part of their, like, their job really is to protect you. And inherently, that is, they protect their pack. It is what it, it's what they do. So if this, if you have an animal that is just does not like somebody and is very standoffish towards them and isn't typically standoffish towards people, or even if they are, they're just even more standoffish or they just get even more aggressive, that speaks of that person who it is because they can sense that shit. I swear to God. Now, if you're not if you're not ready to be an, a really good dog owner or animal owner, or whatever, don't go out and just get a dog just for those purposes. Okay, they're not a social experiment. But they they're amazing with helping you spot out who is genuine and who's not. Okay, next red flag, and this is for my girls that are attracted to guys, and this it's is just a huge red flag because, and I'll tell you why, guys and girls, you just know, guys that have girl best friends, <laughs> that is not their best friend, honey. That is not their fucking best friend. Unless that bitch, I hate to say it like this, but it's fucking facts, unless that bitch is ugly as shit unless she is so ugly he's a he's he's waiting to fuck her he's just waiting he's keeping her around on the side and most likely if she's not ugly then she either has to be then super hot and has a good person then she's somebody that that person that you're like your man's would fuck or date one or the other if she's not ugly and he's keeping her around he's trying to fuck her I don't know about Dater, possibly, but he's definitely trying to fuck her. And I know this shit for a fact because I was the girl best friend. And I remember all of these guys that I was friends with, they, I was, I, on my side, I was genuinely friends with them. And, oops, sorry. On my side, I was genuinely friends with them and I viewed them as a friend, but I got consistent confirmation like like them actually admitting that if i let them they would fuck me like they would hit or that they would date me over and over again i got that confirmation and they were literally out here talking to girls seeing girls like they i was more of a girlfriend than their girlfriends so and i'm no longer friends with these people and i i've and I used to think I'm like, okay, like, you know, they're attracted to me. It's okay. It coming from, and this is, I'm going to give you like the girl best friend point of view. When I was this version of myself, I, I was like, okay, yeah, I like that we have this really close bond and that I'm really close with your family. And honestly, she shouldn't see me as a threat because I would never entertain any of you. But now looking back on it, I should have immediately exited the situation. I should have immediately, I should have let that girl know what was up also. That was not okay for me to continue to sit around knowing that this person was attracted to me and wanted to fuck me while they're talking to these other girls or dating these other girls. It's just, unless you're ugly, I'm just going to put it, I'm not going to go into it super deep, but unless you're ugly this that motherfucker like unless his best friend is ugly as shit he totally or and i mean like doesn't have the best body face anything like then he totally wants to fuck her or date her i'm just being straight up i'm just gonna tell you the truth and it is what it is so if he has a girl best friend and she's pretty run Run. Run. <laughs>
And last but not least, green flag. A huge green flag. All of these are huge, like I've said, but a big picture thinker. I'm going to give you this quote and I'm going to let it sink in. Dead fish go with the flow. Yeah, let that shit sink in. If you got a motherfucker or this bitch that's... I I should stop cursing so much. But if you got somebody that is telling you, I just want to go with the flow. I want to see where this goes. I don't want to put a label on anything. I don't want to... Instead of saying... There's a difference between wanting to go with the flow and being like, yes, I like you, but I'm not quite sure yet. There's a huge difference between the two. One of them is I like you and I want to build on what we have. And the other one is, I don't know, I'm kind of in limbo right now. I'll get back to you on that when I'm ready. That's no, absolutely not. And that pretty much just leaves you floating around and leaves you as, you know, a last resort option, a second option, not that important. Somebody that is thinking big picture is like, I like you, I want to build on what we have, and I would like for this to go in a serious direction, although I am prepared for that to not go in that direction but my intentions are for it to go in a serious direction or it for me to commit. Like there's a very big difference going with the flow. That's not going to take you anywhere. That's just going to take you downstream and you're just going to stay in the same stream floating along. Not that serious. Bitch dead fish go with the fucking flow. Like, you need somebody who's serious about you. Yeah. Got nothing to add. And you need somebody who's... You need somebody who's serious about you because from a man's perspective, from a guy's perspective, he will know. if He will know if you're somebody he wants to commit to. He'll know if you're the one. And it can happen within as and as fast as he knows you're the one, as as fast as he can, you know, stop like you know, just not want anything to do with you, which that that's a whole other topic. But it, he when he knows you're like it does not take a guy that long to know and any guy can tell you he will know if he wants to take you to the next level with him. Like if he wants to commit to you, if he wants a relationship with you, or if he wants to, you know, entertain the idea, then I promise you he knows. And so if he's telling you, I don't know, I just let's go with the flow, bitch, he's using you. And same for a guy with a girl, like it it goes both ways. If a girl, cause girls, we also, we know when we like you, but we're, we also, we're waiting. If you're a guy listening to this, I'll just give you like at least my perspective on it. I know if I like you. I know if I would like to go on another date with you or if I would like to s- see where this, like what we could build on top of what we have. The thing that keeps me pulled back though, I would say the main thing that keeps me pulled back is me just remaining logical and understanding that although I can like you and although I can have feelings for you, I have to think logically. And I, like I stated in the beginning of this episode, I have to see the situation for what it really is and make sure that I'm not just getting, I'm like, I'm just throwing myself for a loop and I'm getting caught up in the moment. That is really what it is. It's a girl, she can like you, but she's also going to make sure that she protects her peace in her mind and her heart and her soul and her energy while seeing where this can go. And, And it's making sure, and she's doing that in a way to make sure that to know that you are also going to be someone who's going to respect that and who's also going to respect my peace and my heart and my mind and 
you're going to want me for not just what the surface shows, but also that as well. That's the main thing that keeps me pulled back in the beginning is, okay, what is he, what does he truly want from me? Is it, you know, that's, that's really where me, that's, you know, for me at least, there's a little bit of a girl's perspective for you, for guys listening. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I know that I did, and I know I was a little bit all over the place, and I know that I could have touched on more different, you know, red and green flags. Uh, I just feel that these ones were important to me, and some of them were hit a little bit closer to home. So, I and I also feel that it's a good, these, the ones that I talked about today are also kind of a good basic they're a good foundation to lay on for what you are and are not looking for in somebody and what kind of characteristics to spot out to be like, okay, I'm going to avoid that motherfucker or, okay, yeah, I will go on a date with you. Yeah, I will entertain you because of this and this. It's good to just keep a clear vision in your head, especially in this dating century. Lord have mercy. (laughs) It's really kind of non-existent, the dating world in this generation. But so it's just, it's important to keep in mind the kind of person that you're looking for. Um, And I wouldn't say exactly like the person you're looking for, but the characteristics and the energy and the value and what this person will or will not bring to the table. Are they going to add peace to my life or drama? You know, it's little things like that. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode and take what you will from it. And I look forward to seeing you on our next episode. Uh, I hope you have an amazing morning, day, or night, wherever you're at.